This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that later. For now, let's get right into the bullshit. Before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I want to remind everybody to go to our podcast page on Instagram at listen to this while you shit. Give us a follow. Go to our Twitter page at listen and shit. Give us a follow. Go to our YouTube channel at listen to this while you shit. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Press the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop new videos. Um, and if you had the time and you are a iOS user, go to your Apple podcast app and uh, give us a rating review. Uh, whether you hit the podcast or you love the podcast. I don't really give a fuck either way, but it does help it pop up and more people recommend it. And the more reviews, the more people will uh, listen. I believe that's how the algorithm works. I don't know. That's what podcasters tell you to do. So go do it. Thank you. Uh, let me hear that gun sound, baby. Suck me good, now she driving me crazy. Niggas mad, I repeat, I look lady. I'm still in they hood and I'm spending it daily. Throwing bullets, nigga, like I'm Brady. I've been in the film again, like the Navy. Like, fuck them, like, fuck that. Niggas wet, I don't fuck with the shade. Ain't got it, nigga, don't trip. All the ops are wearing bad fits. They ain't taking trips, they just taking flight. Ask about his man's fighting for his life. 3G money, nigga, send a kite. He was round with it, trying to catch a do it. Throw the M up, nigga, we just drop it. Catch a nigga while his ass shopping, drop him. Don't talk about dead niggas like. Cause your homie dad nigga like Niggas jacking a rat nigga like what He was cool with the fast nigga like huh I be outside we be having fun You better get yours cause I got my gun Knock them all down one by one I'ma keep the world them niggas my sons We did this we did that Niggas just cap we know the facts I'm in your city but where you at if it was for him You would've, would've got, got clapped My man's ain't dead I don't gotta get back Cause I'm signing off rip so how can I lie She in my face but I'm not trying to mack I can fuck her no more she got feelings attached Cause I keep up And, and that's for the And she wanna but we cannot. Ain't so that's a limited shots. Time slide, we got ready or not. Gang in the spot, they got bitches and bops. Just keep up from me, I just wanted to drop. Cause I so keep, keep up. up. And that's for the. And she wanna. But we cannot. Ace and sold out some limited shots. Time to slide, you ready or not? Gang in the spot, they got bitches and bops. Just keep up from me, I just wanted to drop. Oh my god. I, 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 love, I, love, I love a good drill song, man. Drill music. Um. Probably my favorite genre of music right now. But welcome back to the episode of the Let's Watch You Podcast. Don't party my only podcast that encourage you to Whoa, my mic is up so loud. I'm like, yo, why I sound so loud? That's why my mic was up so loud. I'm sorry for the headphone listeners. I just broke y'all fucking eardrums just now. I'm sorry. But welcome back to the episode of the Let's Watch You Podcast. Home of Potty Mouse. The only podcast that encourage you to listen to while you shit. The fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Not Google that. That is a fact, though. Who are you going to believe, nigga? Me and Google. They're minding your data right now. Please be afraid of them, niggas. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. I'm back against some new content. I get a fucking head with, man. Remember, I love you. You are love. Now, have a good day. Work, sweetie. Mwah! This week, just like every week, is brought to you by my Patreon sponsors. I'm going to read off their names now because I love these people. Jordan Bramble Hill, I Crooklyn Red So. That's the $20 tier. Them niggas got fucking money, man. Down to the $10 tier, we have Booty, ooh, Booty? What's your name, bro? It's Boop, Booby215, R.B. Anderson, Zero Daniels, Chris Bitches, Vel Washington, Chris McKnight, Mad Chris. Shout out to all the Chris's out there. Y'all niggas carry it differently. Um, down to the $1 tier is mad at y'all. The longest, the longest list, here we go. Christian Anderson, Suwali Jordan, 
Just Pierce, Bruce Moore, Mac the Third, Jalen Bannister. What's my motherfucking name? Jigga, who I'm rolling with. Oh, my Jiggas. Down to Jay Bentrill, Taj. We got Mason Gifford, Big Sauce, Josh M., Randy, Dante Watkins, Justin Oliver, Jalen Mate. Jalen Mayfield Walsh, strong college football name, Kendall Doris, Kev, Jordan, Double K Fredo, Shots with Devin Cats Podcast, D Broke Boy, Fraud PC, Snoop Slumping, Vanessa, 90s Horror, Chris Johnson, Poppy Cheese, Cam Adderton, Trevor McDonald, Dalvin Hill, SD Bianca, Nicholas Kahari Scarlett, The Newer Eller, Matt F, Taylor G, Craig Jr., Samisha, Molly Sosa, Mir Wickfield, Daniel Stone, Mace Blit, Baby. Perez, Cam, Jonathan Cox, Miles Sample, John Boyd, and Paul Lee. Random applause for all my Patreon sponsors. I love every single one of you niggas. Um, let me get this all top again so y'all know that I'm still begging. My birthday is October 27th. October 27th is my birthday, which is a Wednesday, ironically, because there will be a podcast out on my birthday. I'm working on my birthday, guys. Um, and uh, for my birthday this year, all I've been saying since September... If everybody can just donate $1 to the Patreon, not donate, you're getting content. And it may sound like you're not getting content because I ain't put out a Patreon episode about a month of Sundays, literally. But me and Cam literally recorded um, Patreon today. We we recorded a Patreon episode today. I'm going to try to get us in here again next week, maybe bring Ring back, maybe try to get Butter back on. But we're doing more Patreon episodes. You're welcome. <laughs> so, yes, um... If you if you if I if I, if I ever if I ever made you laugh, ever made you giggle, you you can support me on my birthday by just donating one dollar to the Patreon. If all of you niggas that listen to this shit weekly uh, gave me a dollar, we can make my birthday really special this year, and I would love that because I've been sad. Mm. <sighs> I'm also sweating. Why am I sweating? I don't know. All right, so here we are, another week, another podcast. What the fuck are we gonna talk about? Who knows? To be honest with y'all, y'all know I don't ever uh, <laughs> uh, do any um, um, prep for this podcast. The only prep I do, as I, as I said once before, is to pull up the Patreon list. Also, I do have a few videos I kind of want to react to again this week because I haven't reacted to videos. I haven't reacted to any vid. Huh? That word is beat my ass. I haven't reacted to any videos on the podcast from the internet and then like, I don't know. 10 episodes, maybe. I don't know. It's been a very long time. It's been, it's, it's been a tough go for you, boy. But I'm here. I'm here. Um, shout out to all my dead niggas, man. RP, y'all. Shout out, shout out all my niggas. What Drake said, RP, my niggas that they caught. No, he said, he said, free all my niggas that they caught with it. RP, my niggas that they caught without it. Um, but yeah. All right. Let's, um, Let's let, let's address the big beef from this past week. Let's I'm early on I'm addressing the beef, man. I'm addressing the beef. Some of y'all may not listen to this. The people that mad probably aren't going to listen to this, but I'm addressing the beef really early. I cuz fuck you. Why? Cuz suck my dick. Um this fan, I got this fan on. It's not even pointing point towards me. Hold on. Let me get this shit between my legs so my balls don't get hot. There we go. All right. So last week I talked about how um, <laughs> um, Kid Cudi is the most overrated artist to ever record music. I said that, said it with my whole heart. Now, did I know 
Did I know saying it was a hot take? Yes. Did I say it for it to be a hot take? No. I said it because I truly believe it. Um, Kid Cudi got like three songs from a decade ago that I like. Which I have to amend that because there are Kid Cudi songs that I like in between there, but there are not Kid Cudi songs. I like him on like a few things that he done with Kanye, and that's it. It's the two. It's the, it's all the songs from a decade ago from his first album, and then nothing in between besides for like Ghost Town on Ye. I've been trying to make you love me. I got like that, but to be real. It might hit a little harder if somebody who, who could actually sing was on that shit. So let's say this. On Instagram and TikTok, niggas ate me the fuck up. Y'all niggas um, ate me the fuck up last week. Which, um, you know, I'm used to it. Like, I'm the same guy that called Christians corny. I, I, you know, I'm the same guy. I'm not afraid. I'm not. I don't mind ruffling feathers. Because fuck your feathers. I don't know. Like. I don't care. Like, I think it's funny to say things because it's funny. And also, I believe them. Like, I think Christians are corny. And I truly believe that Kit Cuddy's ass. But I want to address some of the things that Kit, people told me about why um, I was wrong. Um, Kit Cuddy, niggas were saying that uh, Kit Cuddy inspired so many artists today. They was like, yo, he inspired Travis Scott and Little Peep and XXX and Tashion. I was like, okay. That's cool. You know who else? You know who else inspired mad people? Cool in the gang. You know who cool in the gang is? Exactly. Ain't nobody bumping no fucking cool in the gang today. Nobody cares about cool in the gang. I ain't never been around no bad bitches that was like, yo, turn on cool in the gang. I also ain't never been around no bad bitches that was like, yo, turn on Kid Cudi. Never. Never heard a bad bitch. Yo, turn on no Kid Cudi on. Shut the fuck up. Um, niggas told me that. Uh, 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 Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi saved mad lives. That's cool. So do paramedics. You think I'm about to celebrate a paramedic? No. The fuck? <laughs> nigga said, yo, he saved mad lives. Okay, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Go get some pussy. You nigga just sound desperate and lonely. Go have sex. You fucking weirdos. <laughs> I'm doubling down, yo. Fuck it. I'm, I don't care. I'm doubling down. You niggas, you, uh, you, 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 you niggas made it seem like, yo, Kid Cudi was the voice of a generation. Not for me. Also, it was two, another, another argument I heard, another argument I heard was somebody who's a little bit older than me said I was too young and I missed the Kid Cudi wave. And then kids, then kids who were younger than me said, yo, you're too old. You just won't get it. So which one is it? Am I too old or am I too young? Which one is it? Cause honestly, if you if we being honest, what Kid Cudi first album came out when? <clears throat> Kid Cudi first album. What's the first album? Was it Man on the Moon? Kid Cudi discography. Here we go. Kind of want to look at his albums, not his mixtapes. Yeah, Man on the Moon came out two thousand nine. I would have been 12, 13 years old. Um, and that was the album that was really going to, like, set, you know, <laughs> be a thing for Kid Cudi. Then that would, that, that would be the album that I, I like. Um, no, I don't like it. It was ass. I actually, here's the funny thing is, 
because y'all killed me. Because I posted the video on Instagram the day before I posted on TikTok. So I got killed for two straight days. It's how you know I'm a masochist. Because I knew I got killed on Instagram. Instagram is mostly people that fuck with me. Like, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably fuck with me, right? That's just the facts of the situation. TikTok is more like algorithm-based, so anybody can see the video. So it's not a lot of potty mouths watching the videos. Um, and I decided to run it back on um, TikTok. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, yo, do it again. Um, Kid Cudi albums also have not been selling well the last couple years. Speed and Bullet to Heaven sold 30,000. Passion, Pain, and Demons sold 50,000. And then the last album with Travis Scott sold pretty well. Um, but it was it was a Travis Scott album, to be honest. Like, Travis Scott sells well. Or not, not well, the last song with Travis Scott so pretty well. And the last album so pretty well, too. But that was after he made a big comeback. Now, let me tell you why I don't like Kid Cudi. Let me just be plain and honest about why I don't like Kid Cudi. And, and inside the original video, I said that Kid Cudi just seemed like he's sad for the sake of being sad. And some of y'all were saying, I, by the way, some of y'all saying I was mocking depression. Um, I was mocking mental illness. That's okay. You don't know my story, obviously. I am diagnosed bipolar schizophrenic. I'm on anti-psychotic. I'm on anti-psychotics and antidepressants. I'm not mocking mental health. I am. I am the mentally ill. Diagnosed. How many of you kids can say that you spend the night inside a mental hospital? I can. Fuck nigga. I can say I was there, and I don't like that sad shit. Know why? Cause I'm actually sad. You niggas is fake sad. You niggas said, oh, my God, my mom didn't give me a fucking armor for my birthday. Shut the fuck up, you white douchebag. Another thing, a lot of you, it was a lot of white kids. A lot of fucking white kids. I don't give a fuck about your white opinion on hip-hop. You're white. I don't care. You, you are a gabagoo. I don't care about your opinion on my art form. People that look like me created hip-hop. Not people that look like you. Thomas, okay? I don't give a fuck about your opinion on hip-hop. Home King Cunny is so great. Also, a lot of Spanish niggas. Why the fuck Mexicans love Kid Cudi so much? Go listen to fucking Salsa or some shit. Go fucking Andale, Andale ass out the fuck my comments, nigga. Give a fuck. You niggas is fake sad. I'm real life sad. I real life got suicidal thoughts, nigga. Nigga talking about something I'm mocking mental health. No, I'm not, nigga. I'm the mentally ill. You fucking idiots. Oh, my God. But as I was saying, now, why don't I like Kid Cudi? Really? Just, I'm going to say it in plain terms right now. Here's why I don't like Kid Cudi. Um, I said inside the original video, uh, Kid Cudi just is like the type to be sad for no reason, right? He's sad for the sake of being sad. That's what I get when I hear his music. Now, like I said, I went back and listened to a lot of his old music just trying to find a song I like. Couldn't find one. Swear to God. I listened to it open ears. I was on, like, public transportation. Like, on a bus, on a train. I'm listening to it. This is the time where you listen to music like that. Like, traveling to and fro. I couldn't find a song I like. I chose multiple songs. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I digress. And I think that the problem with Kid Cudi is... Rap music... Rap music, in an essence, is... Uh, I think what makes a popular rapper is this... Men want to be him, and women want to fuck him. 
ain't never read. I ain't never met a real nigga that wanna be Kit Cudi. I ain't never met a bad bitch that wanna fuck Kit Cudi. Why the fuck would I wanna listen to this nigga? Why? I don't get it. Some of y'all got mad at me for my Drake comparison last week. Y'all said, like, oh, Kit Cudi been out. Kid Cudi first album came out way before Drake's. No, it fucking didn't, you idiots. Drake's first album, Think Me Later, came out in 2009. Like, and, Kit, and Drake's first album came out in 2000 fucking nine. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, if we, if, if, if we, when did, because when did, um, Think Me Later came out, hold on, let me make sure. Think Me Later came out, I won't say 2009. No, okay, Think Me Later came out in 2010, but comeback season, Comeback season came out before that. I know it did. Comeback season came out 2007. You fucking idiots. So Kid Cudi has not been out before Drake. But I made the Drake comparison last week, and I made a lot of you Kid Cudi fans mad. Let me say why I made this Drake comparison. You ready for it? Because men want to be Drake, and bitches want to fuck Drake. And that's what I want for my music. I want music that I can play when I'm with my niggas and play when I'm with bad bitches. I can't play Kid Cudi when I'm with my niggas or when I'm with bad bitches. That's why I don't like, like that's why I can't, that's why that Donda album didn't resonate with me. You know why? Because I can't play Donda when I'm with my niggas and I can't play Donda when I'm with the bad bitches. Plain and simple. Like, what's not clicking for y'all? You know why drill music is so popular right now? You know why drill music is so popular? You know what? Like, street music and gangster rap has been the most popular subgenre hip-hop since the beginning of the fucking genre is because we can pretend that we are these people. Even though we, not, even though we may not be these people in our regular day lives, I've never shot a nigga in my life, but I get, I get to pretend that I've shot people while I listen to 5 year Foreign. I get to pretend I shot people when I listen to Chief Keef in 2012. I get to pretend. Why the fuck would I want to pretend to be sad? I'm really sad. Like, I'm really sad. And y'all ate me up in them comments, and I wanted to tell y'all that you are fucking losers. And I want you to go outside and touch grass. You fucking losers. Did your dad hug you enough? Real fatherless. It was some real fatherless behavior in my, inside my comment section last week. A lot of fatherless behavior. Where was the dads? I blame the fathers. The fathers was absent, and I blame them. F- Cornballs. Corn- and, here's, and here's what really made me mad last week. So I broke my phone. Funny thing is, I record the podcast on Wednesdays. I broke my phone last Wednesday. Like, I, like after I got done um, editing the audio and editing the video. I literally broke my phone. My phone was literally broke. It fell off my desk here, landed on, you know how, like, the big bulky um, charges that the laptops come with, it landed on that, half the screen crack, and I couldn't use it until, I want to say Saturday. Shout out Jizzle Fix It uh, at, at Run With Me Dickie. He came fix my phone for me. We are friends now. Um, I got to pay him $25. I owe him $25. I don't have $25 to give him right now. Uh, <laughs> But yes, shout out Jizu. Uh, Jizu fixed my phone for me, but I didn't have it. So when my video was going like not viral, cause that those those videos didn't go viral. By like I've had videos that gone viral. I got videos that got four hundred thousand plays, five hundred thousand plays. Like I got videos hundred thousand. Like I got videos that that went viral before. Those videos just got a lot of you niggas mad. 
So as I was receiving a bunch of backlash from what from a bunch of virgins on the internet, um, my phone was broken. I couldn't respond to y'all. Like I wanted to fucking like make videos and laugh at all of you niggas, but I couldn't. So I saved up all this pent up aggression for like five days to get it off on this platform that I that I built myself. Another thing you not, another thing you weirdos was doing. What what kid? He said he said. L take L person L podcast, bitch you sixteen. Hey, another thing I'm gonna say this too. Hey yo, some of you sixteen year olds in high school wish that I, I swear to God, trust me, because I was you once. Trust me, and, and as I said some real old his shit, but trust and believe when I say this. When you 24, you're gonna wish that you're this cool. I promise you, you're going to wish that you are this fucking cool. You are going to wish that you have something in life. You know how many 24-year-olds I know that got nothing going on for their life? They just go to work and go to sleep every day? That's all they do. That's what their life is. That's their whole life. They go to sleep. They go to sleep. They go to work. They come home and they go to sleep. That's their whole fucking life. At 24 years old, you're going to wish that you're cool enough Funny enough, entertaining enough to have something like this. You fucking weirdos. So you're saying I'm an L. I'm not. I'm not. I had sex last week. How about you? You fucking. I hate you niggas, man. And I, I held all this aggression in for about five days. And I finally get to get it off because I, fu- I was steaming. I'm looking at my. Where my Android this Android phone right here, I keep it around just in case, because I'm known for breaking phones. And this was my dad old phone back in the day. So I keep it around just in case I ever break my phone, because I break my phone often. And I just put my SIM card in it, and I rock out with this John. And I'm on Instagram, and I'm reading comments, and I'm like, this kid just called me a weirdo. He called me a loser. He said I don't get no bitches. Literally, he know. I got mad bitches. And I'm just like, all the things they're saying But little do you know, you're going to wish that you're this cool one day. One day. Trust me. Trust me. Some of y'all are probably thinking, nah, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have that. You're not. Life doesn't go as planned. I'm going to teach y'all a valuable lesson right now. It's something I learned. I don't know. I I said this a bunch of times. But I moved out of my parents' house initially. I I moved back home before COVID. But initially, I moved out of my parents' house. I moved out when I was 19 years old. And one thing I learned when I was living on my own was this phrase right here. And I learned it from the show Archer. Archer said this first. I got to give credit to Archer, to the writers on Archer. And I heard it, and, and it resonated with my life so much to this day. Make the plan. Execute the plan. Expect the plan to go off the rails. Make a new plan. That is, that is going to be your adult life. All right? For all you high schoolers out there, all you kids out there, I need you to realize what your life is going to be. Your whole life. For the rest of the time that you are living, it's going to be you making plans. You executing these plans. These plans going off the rail some way, somehow. And now you have to make a new plan. That's going to be your whole fucking life. And the faster you learn this, the easier life will become for you. I just had to say that I had to get off my chest because a bunch of uh, white teenagers in my comments was calling me weird and a virgin. And said I didn't get no bitches. And said I was scaring the hoes. One, told me, one kid told me I was scaring the hoes. 
What hoes you listen to? Listen, I'm going to be real with you, sweetheart. If you listen to Kid Cudi, that's a red flag. <laughs> fuck you listen to Kid Cudi for, cuz. Go ahead. Like, the fuck? You fucking weirdo. The fuck are you listening to Kid Cudi for, yo? <laughs> you don't want to shake no ass. You don't want to be sad. That's kind of weird. Oh, my God. I don't know how I'm going to add that down to a clip to make the clap back at you fucking weirdos that got mad at me last week. But I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. That felt good to get off my chest, man. That uh, that felt good. That felt good. All right. What else do I want to talk about, man? What is this? What, 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 what else do I want to talk about? Okay. So I watched the new Dave Chappelle special this week, The Closer. Or is it Closer? The Closer? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. But I watched the new Chappelle special this week. Um, It was good. I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say all the cliche things that everybody says after watching the... I'm not going to say all the cliche things that everybody says after watching a new Chappelle special nowadays. It's like, oh, I didn't I didn't laugh as much as I expected to, but I was thoroughly uh, intrigued by his words. Yeah, we get it. He's a great storyteller. I'm not going to say all the cliche shit. I'm just going to say it was good, and I, and I enjoyed my time. But I will say that halfway through the special, um, I got very uncomfortable with all the trans jokes he made. Granted, y'all, y'all know me. I think no joke is off limits as long as it's funny. As long as the joke is knowledgeable, I'm cool. But it was so many trans jokes that he made back to back to back to back to back. I was like, whoa, buddy. You're going a little bit too crazy here. But then he told a story at the end about his trans friend who committed suicide, which kind of wrapped a nice little neat bow on it for me personally. Also, it kind of felt like him saying, him saying all those trans jokes and then saying I had a trans friend. It's kind of like when white people be like, I can't be racist. I have a black friend. It kind of was the same energy. I'm not going to lie to you. But I still enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it for different reasons. Because I think that the point he was trying to make throughout the special, and he even said it, was like, for the last few specials, he hasn't been like punching down on the LGBT community and queer people in general. He hasn't been punching down on them. He's been punching down on white people. Like, he's been punching, not punching down, but punching at white people. Um, like, but specifically white people who are part of the LGBT community because they have the option to be in a press. They have the option at all times to be in a, to be in a, they have the option at all times to be an oppressor and the oppressed, regardless of what, depending on which situation they are in at the moment. And I think that was a very interesting topic that he touched on. Because if you think about it, Think about all the white gay people you know. Think, just, if you know any white gay, I don't know. I don't know any white people, so I don't know. But you think about all the white gay people that you know, because you probably know one of them. Doesn't this person try to other themselves from other crackers constantly? Like no, like those bad people. When no, you are one of those people. You are you are also a white person. There is no separation between you and them. Just because you didn't go to the Capitol on January 6th doesn't make you less white than fucking Tommy Loren. You're just as white. And I think that was the point he was trying to make. Um, for me personally, that's what I took from it. And artists suggested people could take different things from it. But um, after I watched the special, I went on Twitter and I read some of the reactions from it. And a lot of a lot of these white LGBT members missed the point totally. They were saying things like Dave Chappelle is trying to pin the black community against the LGBT community, which he clearly wasn't. He even said something that was really powerful to me. He said, how come Caitlyn Jenner can change her name 
and change and 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 could change her name and like change her whole identity, which she should be allowed to, but she can do this and nobody bats an eye at it. But Muhammad Ali can't change his name from Cash, but but Cassius Clay can't change his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali without being a big fuss, which I thought was very powerful about how. Even though you are a part of a oppressed group in this country, 100%, you are still afforded all of the things that a white person is afforded. You are, you are afforded everything that a white person is afforded in this country when it comes to understanding and when it comes to uh, 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 social hierarchy. All these things you're still afforded just because the color of your skin. And I thought that was a really um, poignant point he made. Um. But um, like I said, I was I was on Twitter. And I was reading some of these uh, these white gay people's um, reactions, and they totally missed the point. And then um, I came across something I thought was hilarious. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but the showrunner of the of of a show called Dear White People is a white trans woman. Now I know this now. Because the story came out. But let me put you in my brain for a second. I'm scrolling Twitter. Scrolling Twitter. And, um. <laughs> I'm scrolling Twitter. And I'm reading some headlines. Uh, people are totally, like, taking jokes out of context. And I come to this thing where it says, um. Jacelyn Moore is going to boycott. Netflix until they take down the Daisha Pass special. I said, "Oh, who's Jason Moore?" Um, I Google her. I I Google her name. I find out she's the showrunner of The Right People. I go to Google Images to see what she looked like. I see a picture of her, and I say, "Damn, that's one ugly bitch." The first thing that came to my mind. Not gonna lie to you. First thing that came to my mind was, "Damn, that's one ugly bitch." And then I found out later on that she was trans. And then my thought was, oh, well, she's not that ugly. <laughs> and I want to know, is it transphobic for me to find a trans woman ugly? That's the question of the week. Like, is it transphobic for me to find a trans woman ugly? 100% I get it. Trans women are women too. I'm not fighting that statement. I'm not fighting that argument. I 100% get it. But... When I saw this bitch, and I say bitch in the most uh, respectful way possible, like, I, I, I call her a bitch the same way I would call a cis woman a bitch. So when I saw this bitch, and I saw how ugly she was, the first thought that came to my head was, damn, this bitch ugly. And then once I found out she was trans, I was like, oh, okay. And then the thought was like, The scale, the attractiveness scale for trans women is different. Like, let's be honest here for a second, y'all. The attractiveness scale for trans women is different. Like, you ever heard of saying, like, yo, she, <laughs> she, uh, she's a seven in Texas, but she's a, but she's a four in New York, right? It's, it, the, sta the statement is, like, based off, like, off circumstances, you may be hotter than what you are. I feel like a trans a trans seven is like a cis four at best. Not to say some of these trans bitches be fun. 
not gonna hold you. I was I was I was watching Twitter corner the other day. You know what I'm trying to say? I was I was watching I was watching I was watching, I was watching some uh, some Twitter corn, and I was scrolling through this one nigga page. Bitch, bad as hell. Bitch, turn around. She got a dick. I was confused. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, damn, this bitch sexy. Damn, this bitch got a dick. I don't know how to feel anymore. <laughs> It was uh it was it was awkward experience, but I'm saying though, like is it wrong for me to think that a trans woman is ugly? Is it wrong? Cause I can see the argument. Let me let me let me let me tell you the argument I can see being made. The argument I can see being made is you finding her attractive because she's trans. And in essence, that's true. Because in my head, when I'm thinking like I, she, because she's trans, is because she may have, she may still have some of her masculine features from her dad personality. I know, I know their old name. They say dead name, so I might say I don't know how to, I don't know how to correctly phrase it. So maybe dead personality. I don't know from their former life, I should say. So that she may have some, um, some masculine features left over from her former life, right? In which case, yeah, that bitch ugly. Because if I see a cis woman with a strong-ass jawline, damn that bitch ugly. What you want from me, cuz? What you want? I like my women to look like women. Is that, a, is that such a far... Is that, is, is that a bad thing? Am I, am I transphobic for thinking that? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. But, hey, what I can tell you is, that's one ugly bitch, yo. <laughs> And I'm not even saying it to be funny because the bitch was really ugly. Like, the bitch was not cute. I probably got a picture up of her on screen right now. This was an ugly bitch. Like, bitch bitch had a strong nose. One of the, first of all, she already a cracker, right? She already a cracker. And I already don't find cracker women attractive. Right, I already don't find uh, uh, cracker women attractive. I don't. I'm be honest with you. I do not find cracker women attractive. But then you look at this bitch. This bitch look like nope. That's transphobic. That's transphobic. I was about to say something transphobic. I, I'm, I'm be honest. I was about to say she look like somebody Uncle Rodney, and that's transphobic. I can see how that we. I can see how that will be perceived as a transphobic. But if we're being honest. The bitch like somebody Uncle Rodney, yo. What the fuck you want from me, guys? Like, that's what she look like. Time out. I think I I I I I I think I saw a picture of her before she transitioned. Hey man, she wasn't a bad looking white dude before. She had a beard. I ain't gonna lie. If I was gay, I'd definitely be fucking niggas with beards, though. I ain't gonna hold you. If I was gay. I would exclusively fuck niggas with beards. Do with that clip as you need to, internet. I said it. She is one ugly bitch, though, cuz. She's an ugly bitch. She is an ugly bitch. Um...
Okay, okay. I saw a tweet this week on Twitter. I'm talking about I'm talking about a lot of heavy shit that I'm done. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna make funny. Don't worry about it, guys. A lot of heavy shit I'm starting off with, but you know, whatever. You know, who fucking cares? Honestly. <laughs> um, let me let me let me see if I can find a tweet. Cause it was a funny tweet when I saw it. I got I got to scroll through all of my um. I got to scroll through all of my Eagles. Uh, all my all my Eagles tweets, cause cause when I watch the Eagles games, I live tweet them. Because why wouldn't I live tweet them? The fuck? Huh. <laughs> Damn. I, I need to find this fucking tweet. Where's the tweet? Where's the tweet? Where's the tweet? Hold on. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna type myself. <laughs> okay. On October seventh, Twitter user Anthony Tony Be Good or whatever, he tweeted, um, white people be getting invited to the cookout before queer black people. Let's stop that. And I saw this tweet. And I've never seen a more brain dead thing. To which this person doubled down. By the way, this tweet is still up, but he doubled down. He said, "This is clearly this is I don't I don't know how I don't I don't know what the pronouns are. There are no pronouns inside his bio, so I'm gonna call him he." Okay. He says, "This is clearly going over your heads. It's about the fact that straight black people go up." Go up for white people more than they go up for queer black people that look just like them. And I see what he was trying to say, but let's acknowledge the first tweet here. Let's acknowledge the first tweet here, and then I can acknowledge the second tweet. Um, as a black person who's never invited a black per a cracker to a cookout, because fuck you coming to my cookout for, I don't want no white people there. I want my family and my friends there. And I want to drink Hennessy and not be called a nigger. That's what I want to do at my cookout. Why would I invite this person into our culture? That's stupid. I don't do it. But let's live inside this hypothetical world where we invite white people to the cookout. Um, gay black people and trans black people, black people, queer black people and pe black people that are part of the LGBTQ, the LGBTQ community will already be invited to this imaginary cookout. You idiot. What you mean? You're black. You get an invite. Call your auntie. Ask what time it is. Your your invite is already like it's there already, guys. Like ain't nobody got to tell. Ain't nobody got to invite you. Know why? It was already inferred that you were going to be there, bro. Matter of fact, I talked to your auntie. I talked to your mama last week. She said that you was coming. So why are you on Twitter tweeting these things? But to just a second tweet. He said, this is going over our heads because he said that black people will go up for white people more than they go up for queer black people. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not rocking with that. <laughs> I'm not rocking with that cuz. One thing about me though, I'm pro-black and my pro-black is, my pro-black is intersectional. So 
if you're a black trans person, I'm rocking for you. If you're a black gay person, I'm rocking for you. Like, my black crosses intersections. Like, if you're a light-skinned black person identified with the black side, I'm rocking for you. That's who I am. Like, I'm rocking. I'm rooting for everybody black. That's who I am. So you ain't never going to see me on the internet defending a white person Unless you're not, you're not ever gonna see me on the internet defending a white a white person inside a black versus white situation unless this black person really did something stupid. Like unless you walked up to a random white person, smacked them in the head, spit on their face, and stole their wallet. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not defending. I'm not defending you. I'm not defending them. And even then, I still, I still might defend you if the, I still might defend you if the, if they didn't catch it on video. Because how because how we know you did it. I'm rocking that hard for black people. That's how hard I'm rocking. Like that I'm pro black. And I know a, a lot of y'all might know this about me already. I've 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 talked about politics at nauseum on this podcast before. But I'm not I don't give a fuck about white people. I really do not give a fuck about white people. White people do not do anything for me. Do I have white listeners and white fans and white admirers? Yes, I love all of you. But when the race war come. You're getting killed, bucko. I don't know what you want from me, Chase. You're getting shot. The fuck? I don't know. Like, I'm rocking for my people. Like, yeah. Like, I'm never. Like, I'm never. Like, I'm never. So, I had to address that too, because that tweet was pretty funny to me when I saw it. Uh, because what kind of idiot tweets some shit like this? Um, but yeah, man. What else? What else do we want to talk about, man? What else? A lot of, 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 a lot of strong topics to start with. Uh, let's, um, let's, uh, ooh, 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 another tweet. Hold on. Can I, can I find it? Here we go. Um, Twitter user L Bonco or whatever, Bonco Stutton. He said, you niggas easy to fuck. Okay, what do I gain by being hard to fuck? When I tell you, I ain't never felt nothing more in my spirit than any, like, what do I gain by holding my dick? If she want this dick and she want the dick, they can both have the dick. Why am I, why am I not giving penis to everybody that comes? That sounds stupid. Use your common sense. <laughs> Not to use the R. Kelly meme, because fuck that nigga, but use your common sense, guys. Use it. And then um, I see a lot of women in the comments, which I learned was, I learned it was um, uh, uh, satire. A woman saying things like self-respect, or like you gain our respect, um, resistance, like things like some women, some women would be like some women were being like satirical in their comments. Other women being was was being dead serious, and the women who was being satirical, I get where they're coming from because for a long time on internet, and it still happens to this to this day, to this day, um, there was a group of men on the internet who said like, "Yo, I can't date no woman that got a lot of body. She don't got no self respect." Those niggas are stupid. Cause I've been on record saying, um, 
many times. I like whores. I like sluts. I like women who have sexual experience. Go outside and find out what makes you come, boo-boo. If that means you got sucked 20 wee-wees, so be it. I don't care. As long as you get with me, you stop being promiscuous. I don't care. Promiscuous girl. All alone. Yo. Promiscuous girl. That's a bop. But yeah, as long as you stop out here, as long as you stop slutting up, as long as you stop, stop bopping in around town, who cares how many dicks you have before me? It literally does not matter. I want to talk about that too because, like, let's be honest. What do I like? What do anybody gain in this world from being like hard to get? You be missing out on good people by being hard to get, yo. I'm be honest. Two of my longest lasting relationships. Two. Let me tell you. This is real shit. Two of my longest lasting relationships ever. I fucked them first week. I did. I swear to God. Two, like, and this and this may be anecdotal evidence for my life, me personally. But two of my relationships that I two the two relationships that I've been in the longest in my inside my twenty four years of life. One was two and a half years. The other one was a year and a half. Two, the two of the two that were longest, we fucked the first time we linked. First link we fucked. Know why? Cause I like I like I like women who know what they want. I like that. If you know you want this dick, come get it. Come get this wee wee. I like that. I like that. Show me that you know what you want. Show me that you're not afraid to go get what you want, yo. The way, the, the the women out the women that be out here like I don't know if you want to do it. I don't like that. Get away from me. That's childish. That's childish. And some of y'all out here think it's cute. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't got time to father you. And that sounds sexist or whatever. But I don't got time to like persuade you out of your vagina give me the pussy if you want to give it to me if you don't that's okay too but what i'm not by the deal which i'd be like yo like <laughs> yo please give it to me no i'm not begging if you want to fuck let me know you want to fuck so we can fuck and nine times out of ten once you have sex that first time y'all can like get all that sexual attention out of the way and now we get to know each other faster and better now now i'm be real with you you know why it worked with them? Because now I was able to hang out with them and, like, no, like, we could have sex if you wanted to. That's a good point. I, I just I just stumbled across something. Like, I think it worked with them because I was able to, like, like, once we had sex that first time, we was able to hang out and do stuff together because I knew, I'm like, we could have sex tonight. We could. And most times, to be honest, most times we did it. We didn't have sex. Like, or like we had sex the first time, and then like we would hang out, and then we probably wouldn't have sex that night. But it was the idea that we could, and I know that if I wanted it, she might want it too. And that was, and that was the fun of it. Like, but I don't want to hang out with you. If we just hanging out. We just friends at that point. We just besties. I'm not your gay bestie. Is that toxic? I don't know. <laughs> Is that toxic, yo? Tell me in the comments if, if if that is toxic. Oh, yeah, that was um that was fun. Also, um, let's make it light right now. John Cena is the best white rapper to ever rap onto a microphone. Let me repeat that. John Cena 
is the best white rapper to ever rap into a microphone. I said it. I don't care what you think because your opinion is wrong, okay? He's the best. Not only did John Cena's first album go platinum, it went platinum. Google it. John Cena's first album, it went platinum. But he also is like a 20 is he also like a 21-time world champion. Name another white rapper that did that. Name another rapper, period, that did that. John Cena, honestly, might be the best rapper to ever exist. His first album with Platinum, and he won 21 world championships. Not only did he do that, but he turned two different wrestling belts spinners. He put, he put spinners on two different belts. The United States Championship belt was a spinner belt. I still want that belt to this day. And, of course, the iconic WWE Championship belt that he made a spinner belt. That, here's the funny thing about that belt. <coughs> Mad niggas had to walk around with that belt and it spun. Randy Orton had to have that belt. Like, what the fuck? And niggas had to rock with it. Because we all know who belt that was. It was John's belt. It was Mr. Cena's belt. Amazing. Amazing. Um, but yeah, no, John Cena's the best rapper ever. He's the best white rapper ever rap. I don't know, like, this nigga John Cena. <laughs> John Cena, do we realize that John Cena would like get challenged in the rap battles across the country that he had to like actually freestyle and, and fucking compete in just to keep up kayfabe, just to keep up the idea that he was actually a rapper. Everybody know wrestling fake, but this nigga had to really rap. Because <laughs> if he did, they'd be like, yo, you not no real lyricist. Matter of fact, hold on. <laughs> Me and Cam, we was on the phone the other night, and we watched this shit, and I'm watching again because, nah, bro. We, we, we watching it again, bruv. Turn it up, bruv. Cena, your stuff is whack. You're just a white boy who thinks he's black. By the way, for context for this video for the audio listeners, John Cena is walking into an episode of Heat. Heat. Heat was like the pre-show to like SmackDown back in the day. And some random white kid is in the crowd. Probably stays there, probably put there, obviously. But John Cena had to go in a rap battle with him just to keep up kayfabe. So let's let's keep going. You ain't the real deal. You need to take your butt down to the shelter and get yourself a free meal. A free meal? And what's the deal with this word life? You're just a poor white boy with no wife. Oh, Cena, don't cry and pout. That's like Kurt Angle's gonna make you tap out. I ain't gonna lie, him forgetting that lyric right there made me think that, yo. Maybe this shit ain't fake, like, cause you have a freestyle. Like sometimes you be you be forgetting your lyrics, you be forgetting them, Jones. And like he just like, oh shit, what I'm about to rhyme with this? What I'm about to rhyme with Pout? Oh yeah, tap out, obviously, obviously. Like of all things, obviously I'm gonna rhyme Pout with tap out. It makes the most sense. Come on, and look look how fast John rebuttal. John wasted no time as rebuttal. Yeah. 
That freestyle was whack. I couldn't wait for it to end. I got no wife, but you got a boyfriend. Homophobia. It's, it's 2005, y'all. Blaine, it's Blaine homophobia. It's 2005. Give him a break. What you gonna do? Try to battle with me. Rip you in front of your crew like it didn't happen to me. me? The difference is I'm real and you're phony. My style's fat. Sarah Gagusa, Tony. Yo, that's all I wanted to hear. He said, difference is I'm real and you phony. My style fat like Sarah Gusa, Tony. You telling me this is not the best rapper to ever live? That's what you telling me? That John Cena ain't the GOAT? John Cena's better than Kid Cudi. I said it. That's actually the MS episode. John Cena, Kid Cudi. John Cena's way better than Kid Cudi. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, you fucking losers. You fucking losers. <laughs> you niggas is nothing but losers and doofuses. John Cena is better than Kid Cudi. Suck my dick, dog. On God, nigga. Fuck out of here. <laughs> John Cena. Yo, hold on. Run that bar back, though. Your crew, like it didn't happen to me. The difference is. I'm real, and you're phony. My, My style's fat, Sarah, Sarah Goosa, Tony. Yo, what he didn't even let the bar breathe. That's a punchline. These white people in the crowd didn't even give him the reaction they should have gave him. Difference is, I'm real, and you phony. My style's fat, like Sarah Goosa, Tony. You got to let that joint breathe. You got to let it breathe, cuz. John Cena really had to walk, had to go around the country freestyling random white kids just to keep up kayfabe. And you telling me this nigga ain't the best rapper to ever live, Kais? Is that what you telling me, Kais? <laughs> John Cena's amazing, yeah. He's amazing. Fuck out of here. Um, while I'm here on music, I got two more, I got two more, two more uh, hot takes when it comes to music. Can't wait to piss where people off this week. Um, Bryson Tiller is the most overrated R&B artist of all time. Let's be honest here. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't live on anymore with the lie that is Bryson Tiller. Now, listen, I do think that Bryson Tiller was, like, he was, like, an artist of, he was an artist of his time. Like, that 2014, 2015 era, like, I think that was, like, a really different time for R&B. Jacquees got popping in that era. Who's listening? Who's listening to fucking Jacquees now? Um, but I do, I do think that he is very much um, an overrated artist. Now, why do I think this? Um, have you listened to a, a Bryson Tiller album? It's very much like, but every Bryson Tiller album sounds like Drake type beats and a guy who can barely sing singing on them. Every Bryson Tiller album sounds like me when I try to make R&B music. That's what it sounds like. Drake type beats with a sample in it at somewhere at the beginning and a guy who can barely sing but know how to but knows how to engineer his own vocals making R&B music. That's what it sounds like. Bryson Tiller like his standout song is Don't. Also, he was on Wild Thoughts. But you think that like we listen to Wild Thoughts or Bryson Tiller? No. No, he also did the insecure uh uh um 
um, theme song or like one or like or a song from Insecure, which I thought was pretty good. But other than that, it's like, like, Bryson Tiller's top songs on Apple Music are Exchange, Don't, Wild Thoughts, um, Sorry Not Sorry, Right My Wrongs, Let Them Know. By the way, as you not if you not if you can't pick up, most of these songs are from his first album, Trap Soul. You don't find that suspicious? You don't find that suspicious? Also, I think that just like, there's so many better R&B artists than Bryce. I think Bryce Taylor's lyrics are just like very, very flat, very, um, very, very plain. Also, he loved his girl. Who loves their girl in R&B? Why are you in love? Either you're heartbroken or you're toxic. That's it. I don't want to hear you like, be in love. Why are you in love? She ain't break your heart yet, cuz. You not here fucking bitches, but also coming home to her still? Like, why are you just being a faithful man with a kid at home? Fuck is wrong with you, nigga? Like, I be mean, real with you. If Bryce Tiller don't make don't, he's still working at uh, Domino's. But hey, he made it, so I can't hate on him. I just think that Bryce Tiller's overrated. Another hot take. Childish Gambino is the most underrated rapper to ever rap on microphone. Um, and, so, and some of you are hearing this like, no, Childish Gambino's not underrated. He's properly rated. But Childish Gambino, a lot of his fame comes from his art. Like, okay, like if I ask the general public, What's their favorite Childish Gambino song? Like, it's probably going to be This Is America or what's the name of that song that got popular back in 2017, 2016? That sound like that. Um, it's, It sound like. Redbone? What's the name of Red Redbone, yes. Right, so those are like Childish Gambino's like biggest songs. Like I would say, "This Is America" or "3005." Like those are the songs you would think of. Songs where like "This Is America" is rapping on, but like you mean, but it's most like R and B stuff. Uh, he's a very underrated rapper. Now I want everybody who listens to this to go back and listen to the royalty mixtape. It's not on streaming service anywhere, but you can find the whole thing inside a playlist on YouTube. Type in Childish Gambino royalty and listen to the song "We Ain't Them." And tell me that rapping isn't amazing. He's a, like his pen is up here. He's he's up there with the best of them. Like now you go and hear some of that music, be like these a lot of a lot of these punchlines, a lot of lyrics are kind of corny. But you gotta realize it was the early 2010s. Rap was in a very corny phase at that time. Rap was very corny at that time. You want to know what one of the popping songs from my era of high school uh, of of that era was? I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. And yeah, like the fuck, I got a fucking problem. That song killed the streets. It killed the airwaves. Rap was very corny. Drake also said, if your city faded out the brown, Nino. That's a terrible line. Then he said, and if I was at the and if I was at the club, you know I ball. Chemo. 
Rap was very corny in his era. But if you listen to those lyrics and think about how he will progress if he would have kept rapping, you can hear like the sim like you can hear like the pen and like what it like what it would sound like today. I like to think that I think like, I like to think that if Childish Gabino wanted to like still rap today, he will be up there with like you know, as far as like the lyricists of like my era, like some of y'all kids don't like y'all gonna disagree with me. But as far as like the lyricists of my era, he'll be up there with like the Big Sean's, the J. Cole's, the Wale's, the Drake's. He'll be in that conversation of pins that are like up there, cause those are the pins that I love the most. Like when it comes to like just like pure ability to rap, those are the pins. And Ch I think Child has got the ability to do that. I really do. Like that mood, uh, that 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 music is really good. Really good. Childish Gambino's better than uh, Kid Cudi. <laughs> Childish Gambino is... I, that's not even a hot take. I truly believe that Childish Gambino is better than Kid Cudi. 100%. 100%. I think that Childish Gambino got more talent in his pinky than Kid Cudi got in his whole fucking body. <laughs> I'll be real with you. I don't think, and I don't think like childish albums ever show particularly well. I lied. I lied. Jesus Christ. I lied. I got. I got to find the first week sales. I don't. I don't need all time sales. Yeah, that last album did not sell well. Um, let me type in. Awaken My Love was expected to sell a hundred a hundred thousand copies first week, which is pretty good. They also had a big single coming out of it. But that's not the point. The point is I think the child is gonna be you know is probably the most underrated rapper to ever rap, honestly. That's not even like, like I really believe that. I really believe like if he would have put more energy into being a rapper, he could have been one of the best to ever do it. And that's that's just me personally. That's that's just me. Um I don't know how long I've been potting for it, but let's um let's do rapid fire on a few topics. Um, only hood clubs tell you shit like no gun lighters and shit like that. Um, because I once bought a whole bottle of Espolona to the sink. Because why the fuck wouldn't I? Um, I've been to hood clubs before, and I went to a hood club once, and I had a lighter in my pocket. He said, "Bro, you can't bring this in here." Fuck, I'm gonna do start a fire. What's what's your issue, bro? Like. I had a drink in my hand. He threw my drink in the trash. It was disgusting. So don't go to hood clubs. Hood clubs are terrible. Uh, uh, to this day, I, I I still feel like Sweet Tea didn't deserve that McDonald's meal. Why did she have one? I don't know. But she had one. I don't know. <laughs> also, I like, I, I like the fact that Sweet Tea 
has transitioned to just being an influencer because her rap career was not going to last long. But shout out to Sweet Tea. Um, what else? What else? All right, that's it. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. What do I play? What song do I play? Nah, I know, I, I know, I know exactly what I say. Hey yo, Vincent Man. <laughs> hey yo, Vince. You can come take this. You you could take this podcast down right now. Cause guess what I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? Guess what I'm playing, Vince. Yeah, the goat. You don't fucking know. This shit, y'all. It's time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. It's the franchise boy shining now. You can't see me. My time is now. Kick it, you forgot I fell off. I still hot, knock your shell off. My money stacks flat, plus I can't turn the swell off. Franchise boy still doing a minutes. It's automatic. I win this, so you hit those horns. You finish. I'm a soldier. And I stand and fight Cause I'm storming on you chunks like it's thunder and lightning Ain't no way you breaking me, kid I'm harder than nails Plus I keep it on lock Like I'm part of the jail I'm slaughtering stale competition I got a whole lot wishing They could run with my division But they gone fishing With no bait Kid your boy whole weight I got my soul straight I brush your mouth like cocaine In any weather I'm never better Your boy so hot you never catch me in the next man's sweater If they hate, let them hate I drop the whole clan Lay your ass down for that three second tan My time is up, my time is now You can't see me, my time is now It's the franchise, boy, shining now You can't see me, my time is now uh, It's gonna be what it's gonna be Five pounds of courage, buddy, base Ten pants with a gold tee uh, This a war dance, a victory step A boss stance is a gift And you insist it's my rep John Cena trademark, y'all are so so and talk about the bread you make, but don't know the recipe for dodo. Aiming guns in all your photos, that's a no-no. When this pop, your lip lock, your big tox are blatant no-so. See what happens when the ice age melts. You see monetary status is not what matters, but it helps. I rock a timepiece by Benny, if any. The same reason y'all could love me is the same reason y'all condemn me. A man's measured by the way that he thinks. Not clothing lines, ice links, leather and mix. I spent 20 plus years seeking knowledge of so for now, Mark Freck is living life for wealth. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. It's the franchise boy shining now. You can't see me. My time is now. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time is now. It's the franchise boy shining now. You can't see me. My time is now. Hey, yo, I just realized that. Um, I had two people send me, so Soli, Soli, I don't know how to say your name yet, bro, but you are a Patreon uh, sponsor now, and I probably should read this, but I don't want to read it in the pod, I just play shit. He sent me an email this week, and then another kid named Sleezo, he sent me a video on Instagram that I want to watch. I'm not going to watch him this week, but I'm going to watch him next week. Um, I say that I'm never going to watch those videos. I'm going to. I'm going to make it a point to do it, Um, even if I come back and I like, I fucking... I don't know what I do, but I'll make it a point to put it out. 
Maybe I maybe maybe I just put it on YouTube. Maybe I just make it a, its own segment on YouTube. Yeah, that, that's probably what I do this week. I just record me like answering questions and put it out on YouTube. Yeah, that sounds fun. Okay, whatever I do that. Um, but this has been another episode of this Why You Should Podcast. I'm a Potty Mouse, the only podcast that encourages you to listen why you shit. The fastest growing podcast, history of podcast. Not Google that. This is the fact. Oh, you go believe, nigga, me? You go down my head right now? Be rid of because I don't know what I said. Uh, but I don't know how long this podcast is, but it's still long enough. Um. <laughs> There's two things in where every human has opinions and assholes, and I so happen to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. Also, fuck Kid Cudi. <laughs>